This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the brand new 100% LCFC podcast brought to you by ADT Taxes, Peter's Pizziera and Everard's Tiger. Visit LeicesterFanTV.com for all things Leicester, Tigers and Riders. Welcome everybody to episode 8 of the brand new 100% LCFC podcast. I'm Lee Chapman. Give me a follow at Lee underscore Chappie on Twitter and give 100% LCFC a follow at 100LCFC on Facebook and on Twitter. This episode is proudly brought to you by Loserpool. £2, pick a loser each week. Last man standing wins a guaranteed £1,000. That's Loserpool. Follow them at Loserpool on Twitter and at loserpool.english on Facebook and join and play at www.loserpool.com Up on today's show, after the aftermath of the Emirates game, we lost 3-1, plenty to talk about from the game itself in question, a penalty decision that wasn't made, uh, Jamie Vardy going off at about the 85th minute for a shit and many other interesting topics to discuss, let's get cracking. Now, the game on Monday night, I live-streamed on Facebook, on Twitter, Periscope, you name it. Uh, whilst I watched the game, a uh, live reaction video, and I got quite a lot of viewers, uh, over 5,000 viewers at one point, which is a massive numbers for me, uh, considering I've never really done that sort of thing before. And I enjoyed the game, you know. Leicester played really, really well for the 30, first 30 minutes. I think we was we was really in it, you know, and 
it was unfortunate that Chilwell didn't get the goal. You know, it was given to to I think it was, was it Bellerin or something, um, which was an own goal. But he he worked hard for that. He he got into a, a, a space. He, he passed the ball for more or less a one-two. Ran on, uh, great first touch. Took the defender on, pelted it towards goal, and it's took a deflection and gone in. Now. Maybe it wasn't a shot on goal. Maybe it was a cross. But you know, he deserved he deserved that for for the amount of work he put into that effort. Um, now there was a controversial penalty decision not given, which was an NDD going up, and uh, I, I can't remember who the defender was. If you could put that in the comments for me, that'd be great. Uh, but it was a very interesting decision. The referee was were talking a few feet away from from you know literally in front of his face and he and he didn't give it it was very interesting uh i, I can imagine what the reason why he's not giving it is because the ball kind of was going away from him indeed he jumped up and in a way knocked the ball into his hand but i don't know as a lesser fan i wanted a penalty for that and that would have put us in you know into a, a great position at the half time stage but unfortunately they got a goal took it to 1-1 and once they got their goal, I think it was only ever going to go one way. And then the second half slaughtering by Arsenal, they just just completely outplayed us. We we switched off after you know after they scored, we just completely switched off, and they 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 took us apart. Especially in the second half, they oh man, the the class all goals were absolute outstanding. Metsuozo had one of his best games he's played in a very very long time, and. I don't think no one was really going to play against them on on the day. They, they a lot of their fans on Twitter and stuff even said, you know, it's one of the best performances they've seen in around 3 years. So, I don't think we had any chance after they got the equalizer to be honest. Now, unfortunately because of the result, it has put the pressure yet again on Pule. A lot of fans want him out. There's some crazy statistics going around about Pule, which I'll read those out in a sec. And yeah, I think his days could be numbered because of the fans as well, uh, piling the pressure on. But it doesn't help when you see Rebecca Vardy liking tweets and stuff on on Twitter, uh, going against Pule and the way that his style is affecting Jamie Vardy's game. I'm not so sure I should be talking about this, but at the end of the day, he, she is a, a wife of one of the Leicester players, so she, there's a connection there, and as soon as she likes something to do with Leicester City, it sparks, you know, alarms with a lot of fans, and it it turned very sour very quickly. Uh, some of the nasty comments thrown at her, and also back at some of the fans as well. So, I'm not picking a side here, but I do think we should really focus on is the actual game, the style of the play and the football. Let's stick to the football guys. All this trolling and stuff against each other is just it's just it's stupid. Speaking of Jamie Vardy, what was that all about in the eighty fifth minute or eighty seventh minute, was it? Uh you seen Jamie Vardy just, just ran run off down to the uh down the tunnel and uh, we never seen him again. Now, there's been rumours that, <laughs> that he yeah, went for a shit, uh, that he uh, just had a quick toilet break. And there's also rumours that he was spewing up and he wasn't very well. Either way, whatever it was, I'd have liked to have seen him do it on the, on the pitch like Gary Lineker did back in the day. You know, now that's the way to do it. Shat on the pitch, so to speak. Shat on.
On another side note, James Madison was given some stick about not giving a shirt to a fan uh, via Twitter, and it actually started a bit of an outrage with a fan as well, and even made the news yesterday uh, on the Leicester Mercury. Um, I don't think there's much involved in that. I did see James Madison go towards the fans and clapping and stuff, so maybe he just didn't see whatever it was that this what this kid was on about. Uh, I think it was something to do with a friend's birthday or something and a sign. But at the end of the day, these players aren't going to see everything, and I give him the benefit of doubt. James Madison has played and has been terrific for Leicester, and I think he's quite a professional, and he's a young lad as well, so he's, he's got a lot of experience to learn, including how to deal with fans as well. But you know, this social media game is—it really has taken a different level in terms of football because fans can get right into the players' faces like we'd never have really had a contact before to, you know, to directly get in touch with a player. And today we can practically talk to anyone we want via Twitter, Facebook and stuff. We can comment, we can do whatever you want. And that's the problem, I think. There's a big problem there where you can hide behind a, a fake profile and a, a, and a picture of a player as a, as a special profile and just say whatever the hell you want and get away with it. And it's, it's time this needs to stop. It's getting out of hand. But hey, this isn't a show about that. This is a show about football. So we're going to move on. Now, with West Ham coming up at the weekend, I thought it'd be worthy of getting a West Ham fan on. So I've got a local West Ham fan. His name's Jimmy Connor, and I'm going to give him a call right now. And let's let's get chat. Let's let's get Jimmy on. He's expecting me, so he'll answer. So, West Ham fan, uh, you obviously been a West Ham fan your whole life. Yeah, born and bred, yeah, West Ham fan all my life, mate, yeah. Do you go to many games, Jimmy? Uh, not as much as I used to. The new home isn't, isn't my own, you know, so I've been to a few of them, but it's just like, it's just like, it's not the same thing as it was. Oh, so so you, I, get to, I, I get to them when I can. Yeah, so what's, what's, what's that to do with the ground, obviously, the new ground and stuff? Yeah, it's just, it's, I was brought up, you know, um, 20 minutes from the stadium. Uh, it's just like, it's just... It's just you know the characteristics of it. It's all new. It's boring. It, it's just horrible for me as a fan. You know, some people like it, some people don't. But it is what it is, and I certainly, uh, it's just not for me personally. But I hope. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's an ambitious move to a you know a massive Olympic stadium, I suppose. Yeah, it's an ambitious move, but you've got to have the ambition to follow it. You know, and I, I think West Ham have. Uh, they've, They've run before they can jump, you know. You reckon? And, that, and for me, that it's just it's it's all a bit fishy. Who, who bought it? You know, the person that bought the land, Upton Park, was was the owner and stuff like. There's all lots of politics behind it that nobody knows. Well, they do know because they're getting found out. That's why they've had to spend a bit of money this year. Okay. Um, right, we've both come off the back of. I'm sorry to say, uh, losing to London clubs. <laughs> yeah, twice. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We've we've just lost to Arsenal on the Monday, and yourselves lost to uh, was it Spurs? Yeah, one 0 Spurs, and we got beat by Brighton as well. Oh man, um, what was what, what was good. the Spurs game like? Uh, the Spurs game weren't too bad, to be fair. I think West Ham have been playing a lot better football. You know, the last three or four games, there's something's definitely changed there. There's a different sort of uh, chemistry of football being played. But at the same time, you can play all that football, but it's finishing it. And at the moment in time, we're just not finishing the, the chances that we're creating. I mean, we should have put Tottenham a bed. He should have scored three, Arnie. But um, Larez was on top, top four with his saves. But 
that's where it's down for you though, isn't it? You know, you can play all the play and just can't score the goals and that's what's gonna cost us if we Okay, uh, I mean, you're carrying a few injuries as well, injuries as well, aren't you, for the next game at Le- coming up here to Leicester? Yeah, there's a few injuries. I mean, Lovey Ang's out, Carol Lang's back, he's never back. I mean, since I'm 33 years of age, and I've never known West Ham to have ever, ever, ever fixed once. They've always injured some of them on the road. If you look over the last five or six years, uh, our injury table is diabolical. So you need to think to yourself, what are you actually going on with the physio? So you've never club because everyone seems to be injured. You've got Jack Wilshere. <laughs> good old Jack. Good old Jack Wilshere. Exactly, exactly, mate. I, I 100% agree. You know, and uh, there's a there's a few players out there that can be called. Especially Jack Wilshere for one, or as we like to call him, Jack Wheelchair. Yeah, wheelchair, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but uh, speaking of injuries, I've, I'm not sure if Jamie Vardy is going to make the game. Um, for... Yeah, I see. There's a bit of a fitness test to be made for him. Yeah, so that's that could be a good bonus for you because he, he is one of our star men, especially at home. Um, so, do you fancy chances up here or? Uh, do you know what? I mean, I, I looked at the record between West Ham and Leicester. I think you've won 47, we've won 53, and there's quite a lot of draws. But over the last sort of six or seven years, Leicester have been more in it than West Ham. And I, I personally think it's going to be a dull, boring game. Personally, a one nil, one nil, nil. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be a, a game of the day or anything like that. I just, I just think they're going to catch each other out. Yeah, I, I remember, uh, I think it was a couple of seasons ago, we had a right rough game with you down here. I think uh, Jamie Vardy got red carded, I, I believe. Yeah, he did, yeah, he got red carded, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a right rough game, that was. And uh, that, I remember the uh, all the press and the media all calling for like Leicester's heads, we weren't going to win the league now, you know, they're, they're str- going to struggle without Jamie Vardy up front. And I think we won our next game against Swansea 4-0. <laughs> yeah, you did, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, the thing is, we're, we're, I look at Leicester and West Ham, they're very, they're very similar. Yeah. Team-wise, you know, um, you know, you've got a great following fans. Exactly, well. yeah. But Local. I've never, I've never come across a Leicester fan that I've never got, you know, not got on with. Yeah. They're a good bunch of lads, you know, with all that baby mask and all that. They're quite, they're quite, I think you're talking about the, uh, the legendary uh, Stephen Stench. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I think it. I think it'll be. Um, I think whoever scores first in that game will have will have an edge. But uh, with the injuries West Ham's got, and uh, you know they've, they've got a few youngsters open to play. That new youngster from the academy, Gala. I forgot his second name now, but he doesn't look too bad. But uh, yeah, we've got a lot of injuries. We haven't got an out and out goal scorer. And that's been for the last three or four years now. Yeah, I'm just scrolling through the uh, all the all the news about some of the players like Robert Snodgrass and. It's it's mad, you know. You do when you sometimes look at the players that you do have in the squad, and you're like, "Who's he? I don't remember him." Yeah. Like, why yeah. is he? Yeah. I mean, last season he was out on loan, weren't he? Yeah. <laughs> And now he's back in the big game. But yeah, it's just going to be one of them games, I think, whoever gets it, gets it. But I like that dude you got on the left back, that youngster. Oh, you mean Ben Chilwell? 
Oh, what a player. Oh, mate, I know. Made the England, England squad as well. Defensive. I love watching. I was watching it against Arsenal. We had a couple of years. A few, few things that I, I thought was pretty unlucky to get the two goals in the couple of minutes that they did. But uh, it's a funny old game football, and you think Yeah, I'm, we were just going on Ben Chilwell. Um, I think Harry Maguire as well. He's, he's worth worthy of you know of a big club later and down the line. I think uh, Leicester have got some crazy English stuff coming through. James Madison, another player that looks yeah, he looks tasty as well. Uh, outstanding, club. yeah. And it's nice to see that. It's nice to see that the club are giving these people a chance, you know. You find that they get to the big clubs and they're phased out. Yeah. Before, you, know, you don't know where they are. Exactly, and, like, like your Danny Drinkwaters. That's what's wrong you know. That's yeah. what's wrong. They're not giving these kids a chance. I mean, West Ham used to be the academy of football. I can't remember the last time we brought someone up for the academy. The last one was probably Noble, who's still around. Yeah, he's still, he's still um, around. But it's just a business now, isn't it? I mean, the equity of football has gone out of it. The enjoyment of going there with the kids and having a laugh and a joke. And it's, it's all gone because it's become a business. It's become a concept. Yeah. You know, that, that... You take, if, you, if you go football with your two kids and you get the training, and by the time you've done that, all the programme, all my little subjects, <laughs> yeah, man. You know, Especially down London. Especially down London, mate. <laughs> Yeah, it just brings money, not uh, your local support from back in the day. That's it, and that's gone. That's what I said through the start. You know, coming from Upton Park, having your family as a kid, having a day out, you know, fun memories, happy memories, the chicken run, and people didn't want to play there. Yeah. The teams are coming to the Olympic Stadium, and they're like, it's a piece of cake, this is easy. And West Ham allow it to happen, you know? But that's never going to change. I'm never going to change it. I don't know the club. Mate, that, that's just... that's. If anything, that's going to get worse, if anything, mate. Um, but uh, just quickly moving on. Uh, you got any score predictions then? Just get them I in. Mean, always get someone to put out a score prediction on the show. So, what's your score prediction, Jimmy? I'm going to go with 2 all. 2 all. There you go. Yeah, I'm going to go with 2 all. So, I'm going to have a bang on that way. Okay. And, and the first goal scorer? Oh, whoa. <laughs> I'm not going to go to the first goal scorer. I'm going to have to go for Arna, yeah. He's got to be because he's the only one who can score at West Ham. Right, get your money on that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Look, thanks for you know doing this. Uh, I really appreciate it. And uh, it's a shame you're not coming up to, to watch it because I'd, uh, I'd buy you a beer, but hey-ho. I know you would, leave. It's been a pleasure, mate. Listen, you look up yourself and I'll speak to you in due course, mate. Oh, cool, man. Thank you. Take care. Cheers, Jimmy. Take care, yourself, mate. mate. Ta-da. That was Jimmy Connor, who's a local West Ham fan. Uh, he actually is from Essex, and uh, I met him once when I was down there a couple of years ago when I, I, I had a gig as uh, the Jamie Vardy lookalike when I was doing that. Do you remember that? God, it seems so long ago. But yeah, there you go. He says to all, I'm I'm not so sure about that. I think, I think Leicester are going to win it, to be honest. Uh, hopefully Jamie Vardy will be fit, but... That was enough for today's show. Anyway, thanks for listening. Make sure you follow us for, via Twitter and Facebook at 100LCFC. Visit LeicesterFanTV.com. And make sure you check out these podcasts via iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, type in 100LCFC. You'll find them. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode. Come on, Leicester! Leicester!
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.